Welcome to Dear So-and-So, a phone call between friends where we offer up advice that no one has asked us for. As always, we'll read some of our favorite advice column questions and give our unsolicited opinions. I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. Welcome to Dear So-and-So. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. Um, what do you have for me? Um, I actually can't remember who this is to. Is it an Abby? It's an Amy. Um, this is signed Curious Coworker. Okay. All right. Here it is. Dear Amy, it all started last year when a male coworker had a birthday. I decided to give him a gift. Okay. I wrapped it and surprised him with it. I was on my break talking to my husband when my friend walked in and waved a thank you. But later he asked me, What's the catch? Is it a re-gift? I want to see the receipt. What? Sorry. I told him. Yeah. I told him he was hurting my feelings and demanded the gift back. He refused to give it back and nonchalantly apologized for what he had said. Then this happens. I went into his lunchbox without his knowledge and took the gift back. The next day, I got him a chocolate cake to make up for what I had done. I went to give it to him, and he rudely told me to leave. You bet I took the cake. I ate it, too. It's been a year since this happened, and we haven't spoken since. What do you think? What do we think? I don't know what to think. What am I supposed to think? There's so many lighted details here. Are we sure this is about adults? The question I went into his lunchbox would allude to that this is a fifth grader pretending to be in a workplace, but actually writing about a falling out with his best friend from second grade. Like, I'm suspicious. Oh, I think you're right. It's children. I decided to give him a gift. Oh my god. I went god. into his lunchbox. Also saying what's the catch? Is it a regift? I want to see the receipt. What's the catch? What's the catch? What is the catch? What is the catch? Like what it like it's like what could be the catch? This, is it too good to be true? Right. Is it a diamond? It's a fake <laughs> yeah, diamond. Yeah. Is it a stack of $100 bills, but it's yeah. actually from the set of uh, Wolf of Wall Street, so it's fake, but maybe and it's, it's a worth re-gift? a lot because it's from the set of Wolf of Wall Street? I don't but know why like, that's where my mind went. but It's yeah. amazing that it went there and you got it because you were like the key grip or something. What is the catch? What's what the, is catch? the catch? When has, has anyone ever asked you what's the catch? When I gave them something? Just in general. I don't think anyone has ever. I don't think I've ever proposed something to somebody or gifted someone something to have them respond, what's the catch? What's the catch? No, I can't think of a single scenario, but I can think of lots of TV and film where it said so much of it. What's the catch here? Two detectives in in their office and like a guy says a thing. And then one of the other detectives is like, yeah, but what's the catch? Like it just, oh my God. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. So then then this person went into his lunchbox, took the gift back. Then they, they brought him a chocolate cake. and then To make up for the stealing of the gift. To make up for the stealing of the gift. And then you bet I took the cake. And then right. they didn't speak for a year. What do I think? Oh, what do the, you think? What do I think? You think they're 10. I do think they're 10 years old. Yeah. And I think that there is no repairing a friendship where someone has asked, what is the catch? <laughs> 
Is it a re-gift? <laughs> like I want to yeah. see a receipt. Then the follow-up was that the person who was then asked that rude question went into a lunchbox, a metal lunchbox with a superhero on the front, an, Aven- yeah. an Avengers lunchbox, <laughs> and stole the gift bag. And then to make it up to the person, bought them a chocolate cake, but that person didn't want the chocolate cake. I think there's no coming back from this. This is too Some much. things this there's no coming much. back from. It's This is this is it. It's yeah, over. This is, this is this is that. It, Change that your name. Edge. Move mm-hmm. to a different city. Mm-hmm. Start a new. Start job. over. Start fresh. Yeah. And in fact, d- give yourself a redo. Get that exact same oh. gift. <laughs> give it to another coworker yeah. and try to have this play out better because this is going to haunt you forever until you get it right. Until you get it right. Yeah, I kind of wonder if this person's like in a Groundhog Day kind of situation mm. where they where until like a literal they get Groundhog someone- Day situation. Like, they're not literally in a Groundhog Day situation, okay. but, like, something there's something important in their life that gets unlocked when they finally get someone to keep the gift, and then they can mm. kind of finally move on, you know? Yeah. But until then, they're just sort of doomed to re-gift this forever and then steal it out of lunchboxes per- in perpetuity. Okay, I saw that we have a write-in. We sure do, yeah. Okay. Would you like to, would you read it to me? Maybe. Please? How do I find it? <laughs> it write-ins, channel write-ins. Okay, perfect. It is from MJ, which stands for Uh Mom Jeans, as they say here. So signed MJ, a.k.a. Mom Jeans. Uh, This caller writes, I am looking for fashion advice. I am a 34-year-old woman and also happen to be a mom. An acquaintance of the same age and motherhood status recently told me she is feeling quote-unquote old because she found out that the youth of today consider skinny jeans to be quote-unquote mom jeans. I was shocked and a little perturbed to hear this new definition of mom jeans. And I have questions. One, is this true? Two, if it's true, should I try to update my style to appear more current and youthful? Or three, should I stick to my skinnies and just own it? Especially because I am, in fact, a mom. Signed, MJ or mom jeans. Great question. Yeah, that is a great question. question. Yeah. Okay, so number one, is this true? It's correct, as hmm. far as I know. Yeah, I Though, mean... Sorry, go on. <laughs> I just realized I don't know a lot of Gen Z people. Mm-hmm. I was working with some. I can't remember what they wore for pants. I guess it wasn't skinny jeans. So there has been a lot of discourse on TikTok and then also on sort of like broader media yeah. about... This. Uh, about and, this. About, and about the hair and about the side part. Right. About having like a side part versus yeah. a center part and wearing skinny jeans. What I will say is I certainly see people out of yeah. all ages in skinny jeans. They're still out there and available and and widely being sold. Yeah. And um, so I guess my answer to this, which is totally in line with what you're saying and will maybe moot the question, is this true, is... And you're going to be shocked to hear me say this. I am? Yeah. Let the free hand of the market decide for you. (gasps) Because the truth is, it's like you, if you, if it's really true, eventually you're not going to be able to find skinny jeans very easily. Mm -hmm. And then you're just going to have to wear the weird boxy pants that you see on the magazine covers. You know, that's how I've made changes in my wardrobe over time. Usually I went to college wearing bootcut jeans. I Mm -hmm. went abroad. I came back. There were no bootcut jeans anywhere. Like yep. literally, no bootcut jeans anywhere. It was I got some 2006. news for you. They're back. Yeah. 
I know I've seen them. <laughs> They're back. But like, Boot cuts I had are back. to con- I converted to a skinny jean, not because I was like, you know, it's great skinny jeans. It was just like, well, these are the jeans that they're selling now. Yeah. So anyway, I would just not overthink this. I would let the free hand of the market dictate your fashion sense. If you're not like particularly fashion forward and sure. you're not spending a lot of money, like you're not spending upwards of like three hundred dollars on a pair of pants, like three hundred sure. or more, then you're probably gonna just buy what's available. Yeah. And um, right now, skinny jeans are still available. Maybe they won't be, but I think they might be. So I like that. I think that's a beautiful way to look at it. I is would, it? <laughs> I do. I would suggest the opposite, which is Ooh. you're saying don't overthink this. I'm saying it might be time to think about this. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that an idea of is this youthful? Is this old? Uh-huh. Is a completely wrong way to be looking at clothing in your Mm -hmm, 30s. mm -hmm. I think that a a nice thing to do as you age is to start considering, is this flattering on me? Yeah. (laughs) Is this comfortable? Indeed. Does this feel like the look that I want to be putting out into the world? Would it be interesting to see how I look in a really high-waisted pant with a crop? I think that having a uniform. Having a wardrobe uniform is awesome. But I also think that it is nice to occasionally think about, well, I've been wearing this same kind of t-shirt forever. Is this the most flattering thing on me right now? One of the most powerful things is to like know what flatters your body. Yeah, I think it's true. I I mean, the other most powerful thing is to not really give a fuck and then just to like raise your children and wear clothes that cover your body. (laughs) You know, like that's also- (laughs) keep you warm. Right. That's also another powerful thing, right? Very powerful. yeah yeah, to make decisions based solely on like accessible to you yeah 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 Yeah. but it's yeah and um but if you're craving a little fun a little you know just a little excitement in your life um order some order some crop pants online try them on send them back you know yeah 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 why not see what looks good on your body i think sometimes it's surprising it is find out yeah yeah it turns out a really really high-waisted mom jean um, with a crop top looks pretty good on me in my 30s. Oh my God, amazing. I bet it does. You know me, I'm a huge proponent of a high waist pant. The higher the yeah, better. The higher in the fact. better. Oh yeah. If it, meets your, if it meets your bra line, good golly. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Good. Oh, yum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want my underwire just resting on the Right top. at the top of your pants. Yep. So yeah, to, to mom jeans, if you have the time or the desire... Mm-hmm. experiment yeah see fun. what flatters you might be right maybe skinny jeans are the most flattering on you but yeah. i'd worry less about what the youth is oh fuck the youth they don't know shit also like what's the worst that's gonna happen a 24 year old is gonna look at you and be like oh wow look at those mom jeans <laughs> and you're like yeah i'm a mom these are my kids do you babysit on weekends yeah are you available you <laughs> won't you even available? hear them say it is the thing it's just yeah. so great i just i love getting older man I love yeah. it because you're just like, oh, God, who fucking cares? I was we were watching TV the other day and um, I saw an ad for something that has Brendan Fraser in it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, holy shit, Brendan Fraser. And I remember when I used to sit around and watch TV with my parents when I was a child and they'd say things like that. They'd be like, oh, my God, is that so and so? You know, right. Paul and Newman. I, and- yeah, and exactly. And I'd just be like, oh, you guys are so lame. Like, no one cares. And it's like, well, yeah, you don't fucking care. You're nine. <laughs> 
like I just oh man and I just and Paul Newman's it I cool. just keep exactly and I just can't like I just can't stop with all the actors that I keep seeing and just be like oh my god is that so and so and every time I do it I just laugh so hard I can't wait to just embarrass some young people like it's just oh it's my new life goal I love it can't wait <laughs> and I know Okay, we have a call in. Let me play this for you. You have one unheard message. Dear so and so, dear so and so, I don't even know which way to go, so that's why I'm calling you. But I was really inspired by your um, episode on themed bathrooms, and it is something I take very seriously and have been focusing on to get me through this global panorama. Here's the thing Um, I grew up in a household of themes. Um, We had a playing card themed bathroom and then sort of like a hand nude themed bathroom. I also grew up with an obsession with Marilyn Monroe coming to be very upset when I found out that she was dead because I think I thought Madonna was her. I'm having a hard time letting go of these Marilyn Monroe things. So I made my bathroom Marilyn Monroe themed as to consolidate all the tchotchkes and items. However, like, I'm 35 and I'm kind of over it and I still love Norma Jean. I still love Marilyn, but like, and I don't want to get rid of the stuff and my house is really small. I don't know where else to put it. I have like a guilt of getting rid of her. Like, I feel like I'm throwing a friend away, but it's also kind of like slowly transitioned into a like beachy theme, which felt really basic, but we're also like big surfers. So now I have all this like surfing themed stuff in there I don't know what to do like can I fit Marilyn into this somehow is it a self-care theme is it a, is it a feminine theme um yeah thanks for processing it with me my end of messages thank you so much for this call in and we are delighted to process this with you we are so happy if our uh voicemail can act as just sort of a place for you to dump your thoughts a la God, therapy. More, more, yeah. more, 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 more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Seriously, I, we if you don't even, if you just need a phone number to dump your thoughts <laughs> and you don't want us to play it on the air, literally just... tell just, us. Yeah, it's fine. I would love to discuss this with you. I have some, I have an idea. I actually yeah. have an idea. Okay, so um, I think that, so on my street, my favorite thing, when I moved here, I just was like, this is the street I want to live on. Um, okay. A block up from me. No, it's like three houses up from me. Okay. Um, there's a woman who, um, she's an older woman. She, you know, like, she wears, like, purple lipstick and crazy, like, tie-dye shit. And she's mm-hmm. just, like, she does um, a... She streams an exercise class that she leads once a week. I think it's Wednesdays. She stands out in her yard and like is, is it Zumba? Like, yeah, it's something like aerobics. You know, yeah, okay. And she like I th- I'm I'm pretty sure she puts on like the wristbands. Like she's she's the fucking best, you guys. Okay. Like I yeah, want to yeah. grow up and be this person. I'm so glad to be her almost neighbor. Her bay windows in at the front of her house. She has just totally put like a backdrop behind them, and there's a bust of Elvis. There's mm. two busts of Elvis, actually, and she decorates the front, like, seasonally. So the bay windows, she's completely given up getting any sunlight through those. They're fully <laughs> for us. They're for the neighborhood. I don't think the collar should 
sacrifice their bay windows to this project i think she should put the marilyn monroe stuff like make a shrine out in front of your house that passersby can see i guess what i what what i'm thinking here is that this person possibly owns so much large maryland shit that uh-huh. they like you know enough to fill a whole bedroom enough to fill a whole bathroom that oh. just the idea of decorate like a small decoration outside is certainly not going to use up all of this maryland well stuff. then i think you make the shrine as like um it's like your pledge to maryland mm. and then you and then you let go and of then, the rest and then you, you know? let go of the rest yeah. right 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 you yeah. like you show your love by yeah. holding on to a few key, key items. items yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, and then, and you, then, and the then you let go of the rest, and you gr- and you move on with your life, and that's okay, you know. Yeah, it's okay. Marilyn would understand. I think definitely. so as well. I think that that this is a like funny question because mm-hmm. it stems out of themed bathrooms, a love which of Marilyn we love. Monroe uh-huh. having like tchotchkes everywhere, but it gets down to a much, much, much more real, deeper thing, which is it's hard to get rid of it's your stuff. It's hard to let go of your stuff. I think that it is okay to let your... To set the Marilyns free in the world and let them me- like meet the next little like young person who's just going to obsess over them. Exactly. And, and yeah. to like let your style mature or not mature or let your style or drift regress. into some weird <laughs> like weird surfer theme like yeah, rock on I love it yeah, yeah I love it life is long if you're not a millionaire and you want to continue to decorate your space you're going to constantly be moving through you things are and, and the beauty of living in what I you know I assume you live in a you know delightful dense and eccentric city neighborhood is that you're going to find people out there who want your tchotchkes well they i was want just them. gonna say like if you don't have a place or a way to make this shrine to maryland on your own property someone else you got to team up with someone else who wants to do it you know yeah. like someone else with a quirky space someone else with a quirky small business like someone some weird local nonprofit museum you know like <laughs> there's gonna be someone who's gonna want this stuff right. who wants so this stuff make Promise. connections in your community and mm-hmm. and tap the tap that network figure it out it's sad to get rid of stuff that once brought you joy and it doesn't mean you don't love norma jean you know oh yeah 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 like nobody is suggesting that not at all no not at all no so, yeah in, in fact you've stated your love for her here on dear yeah So-and-so and we were com- gonna come with a it. weekly listenership of uh, 40 people Oh, I was going to say 70. Wow. Oh, no, it's not even close. Wait, people, it, it is like most episodes do get listened to by 70 people within a month. So okay. I guess that's fair. We probably do have a listenership of like 70 people total. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. And how many more people do you really need to know that you love Norma Jean? 70 is. 70 is a lot of people, actually. Okay. What do you got? I have an Ask a Manager for you. Oh, perfect. Your favorite. One of the reasons I haven't brought you any Ask a Managers lately is because they're really long. And Mm. then in the end, it's something like, was that interview question weird? And it wasn't that weird. Like, they're just, sometimes they're just like, they're really subtle, actual, like, I actually just need help with the nuances of the workplace questions that, like, you and I have nothing to say about. No. This one, we also have. Because I don't work in a nuanced workplace. Mm -mm, Me neither. I think working in restaurants is, like, the least nuanced (laughs) workplace possible. (laughs) I don't think everybody would agree. I think you have really? certain social skills that would flummox other people. Oh, okay. So yeah, so you and I just aren't qualified to answer those questions. Right. But I've found a question from Ask a Manager that I do want to ask you, even though Am we're still not qualified. No, we're oh. still going to have nothing to say. Okay. All right. Right. Caller writes to this manager. 
know how to say this. Okay, caller writes into Allison Green. Yeah, I'm trying to see if they manager sign Green. It. No, they no, don't they sign rarely it. do. Okay, all right. So they just caller... leave their LinkedIn. That would be truly they the should. best if they in order to write into should. ask a manager you had to you leave had your to LinkedIn. identify yourself you have to identify yourself through your linkedin i don't want to see yeah. your your instagram this is no, a God, management no. twitter Ugh. management level yeah you have to leave your linkedin and then we answer kind of like solely based on your like work and accreditation perceived yeah. accreditations <laughs> yeah um okay well they haven't done that but i wish they had all right yeah. here we go caller writes to allison green dear ask a manager I would like to know what my rights are. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to try again. This sounds like an ask a lawyer already. <laughs> I would like to know what my rights are. If I found two personal checks written by my spouse okay. to a female high level management coworker of his. Okay. Am I allowed to call the coworker and ask? I do not work at his company, but my name is on the bank account. The checks were for $1,440 and $323, written several months apart. What are my rights? What are my rights? What are my rights? Okay, legally, what are your rights? I don't know what they mean. I think what they mean is I'm too afraid to confront my spouse about it because I don't want them to think I'm suspicious. Can I just call their coworker that I don't give a shit about? Um, no, fucking ask your husband. Like, ask your partner. You have to ask your spouse. But if you were to consult a lawyer, what are my rights? What are your rights? Indeed, what are your rights? I have a joint bank account and my Mm -hmm. spouse has paid a female high-level management. I am understanding the subtext here. Right. So... What they really wanted to do was ask, like, Dear Abby or something, like, I think my spouse is cheating on me with right. a coworker. But instead, they wrote to ask a manager, what are my rights if I found these checks? I my name is on the account. by the way, that your spouse is not cheating on you. Oh, no. I mean, your spouse may be like, cheating on you, but not, but not with, with this the female coworker. high-level management. No, I think that they went out to some, like, extremely expensive client dinner or yeah. something and, like, split a bunch of booze. Like, I just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I think this is like gonna it's gonna it's bum gonna you out to know what they spend I was gonna on, say it's gonna, gonna turn like, out to be so many oysters and you're gonna be so oh, annoyed be because so you annoyed, love but... oysters and your spouse never mm-hmm. orders oysters with you mm-hmm. in which case you should get exactly. divorced yeah I, okay over. you're right all right divorce it's over don't ask anybody don't call the coworker. yeah it's over it's over if you are unwilling to ask your spouse this like you what is your relationship like is so problematic yeah this you relationship's have a joint bank a account. Bummer. Yeah, you do. You have a joint bank account. What were these checks? You just turned to your spouse to say, "Oh, honey, what were these checks for?" I'm trying to balance the checkbook. What's going on here? What's What's up with these big checks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was it's planning true. to you spend can't... that one thousand four hundred and forty dollars for yeah. a trip to Australia. What's going on with this? To sleep with my lover. Yeah, I'm having I an have affair, plans with my lover. Yeah. Yeah. Because we never connect. Yeah. Because we can't talk about money at all. We can't Instead, turn to each other and say, to hey, do you know what these expenses are? Ask a manager <laughs> to find out what our rights are. Thank you for letting me read it to you, even though it was completely unanswerable. I just got such a kick out of it. It was so weird. To the other side, to the candy stripe mountains on the other side, other side, the mountains we So this is a Dear Mary, and it's from D.E. in Burgundy. 
and it reads, caller writes, our uh-huh. friend lives far away, uh-huh. but comes to stay at her country place nearby several times a year. Some mm-hmm. time ago, before she had Wi-Fi, we gave her the code for the rear entrance to our house so she mm-hmm. could come in and connect to the internet. She made good use of this and in addition gave the code to guests of hers who also appeared without a buyer leave. Mm-hmm. This we hoped would stop when our friend got her own Wi-Fi connection, and indeed it did. Good. However, her unannounced visits have continued to the extent that she still just walks into the dining room when we happen to be eating and sits down mm-hmm. at the table or comes into mm-hmm. the sitting rooms or wanders into the garden if it's where we're to be found. Mm-hmm. Changing the code means she asks for the new one. And now that a fault which no electrician seems to be able to repair means we cannot change it again. We appear to be stuck. It's gone on too long, I know, but there must be a way out? Question mark. By mm-hmm. the way, we love this friend very much, but love can get frayed and we'd like to avoid things getting unraveled. Signed, D.E. in Burgundy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can just picture it. I think the first time this happened, like your friend came in, you were sitting down to dinner. Your friend said, oh, sorry, am I interrupting? And you said, no, 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 of course not. You're always welcome here. Yeah. Oops. 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 You know, like I kind of, I think maybe I'm, it's my hunch yeah. that you brought this upon yourself. But also it's probably true that your friend is bad at reading a room. You know, yeah. a little of both. A little of both. Um, so yeah, you're just going to have to tell them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, setting boundaries is an important part of building relationships. That's it's all true. I'm going to okay. say. I'm just going to yeah. say that annoying piece of therapy advice. And if people can't respect the boundaries that you set... Well, I don't know. Right into dear Annie. (laughs) Right into somebody else. I don't know. Yeah, you need to find a way to ask your friend to give you a heads up before they come over and agree that sometimes you have to be able to decline. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, you need some privacy. Or come up with an elaborate lie, which is probably what Mary suggests. But my elaborate lie is that we're getting into, uh, we're becoming nudists. Mm -hmm. and We're getting into um, Tantra. And it's going to be a slow process, us becoming nudists. And in time, we'll feel comfortable being naked around anyone who comes and goes. But for now, this is, we have to work up to that. Got it. You that's think a great lie. Do you that's think really good. That's, that's the lie I would go it's to. Really good. So, do you tell them? Do you tell them face to face, or do you write them like a little note and drop it at their um, doorstep of their country home? I think that you wait for them to. You wait till you see them. You mm-hmm. go to the window. You take off mm-hmm. your shirt because you're uh-huh. already be getting right. your nudist things. <laughs> right. And then you just sort of shout through the window. We're getting into. We're becoming nudists. <laughs> And we just need a little bit of space and privacy to work on our nudist things. Like soon Uh we'll be comfortable enough sharing our bodies with the world. But like for now, it's all about, you know, feeling comfortable sitting naked on a chair alone. It's a slow process. And then when they do come over and you're all like eating your pasta and then your guest says, how's the whole nudist thing coming along? And then you get to make up more lies and that'll be a delight. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, well, yesterday we tried um, just sitting on the couch, which, woof, risky business. Like, exactly. really didn't want to smudge that thing. Exactly. Um, and In nudist uh, communities, though, you bring a little towel with you, by the way. Oh, okay, got it. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, good. Just you don't want to give it a little butthole kiss. Um, <laughs> you don't want to do that. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> <laughs> 
I went there. Okay, let me read Mary's answer because it's probably full of ways to avoid any confrontation or Uh lying about being a nudist. Okay. Ring your burglar alarm company and tell Uh them that you are about to have a short test session. Then Uh set the alarm a-going for about five noisy minutes. Afterwards, tell your friend that there is a sporadic fault which seems to be triggered by the entrance code and which cannot Mm -hmm. be repaired. You are both nervous wrecks as a result. So would she mind telephoning before she comes over next time so you can just buzz her in or go to the gates yourself? From Mary. That I do kind of believe. I don't. Mary wants you to do that. Uh, I actually oh, do. She does. She definitely does. But yeah. I know how this is going to go. That right. f- Tell that me. friend is going to be like is going to surprise you and be really technologically savvy and be <gasps> oh, like, no. I've had a similar problem with my alarm company. Oh yeah, this let me call to me all them the time. because somebody who is so bold as to walk into your property is also the kind of person who's definitely going to want to help you with your property. They are. Or they're just going to move in. They're going to be like, well, it's easier than if I just move in, I guess, because yeah. then we don't have to deal with this problem and I'll just always be here. Exactly. And then and they're going to be like, great news, I'm also a nudist. <gasps> Me too. Yeah, great. So, like, so they'll just say, can, yeah. Join, yeah, can join oh, you in it. Yeah. Listen, Little White Lies, rock and roll. Sure, but whatever. good golly, Mary, you're just digging a hole for yourself. <laughs> deeper and deeper you go. Oh, my God. Until you've built yourself your own in-ground swimming pool. Congratulations. Well, yeah, until your (laughs) friends figure out that you've been telling them big lies and they're not your friends anymore, and then you go make some new friends. I mean, I think that it's just like there's there's so many people smushed on this tiny island that I think they they both have to have all this stuff in place Mm. because if they don't, they'll go insane. And they're like, well, I'll bump into another human. Like, there's only so (laughs) many square miles. Yeah, you don't really have to, like, save save any friendship as too precious. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah, I think both those both those geographic truths just change the whole landscape the whole social landscape for them Thank you, you old so-and-sos, and thank you, Steph, for spending another half an hour giving useless advice. You can find us at dearsoandso.pizza. Leave a message for us. Ask us a question. Just tell us about your day. <laughs> tell <laughs> us. Keep us updated. It's true. You hear all about us. Our day. You hear all about how we're doing. You know that I quit my coffee shop job. Right. Tell us about all the Where jobs you've quit during you've the quit. pandemic. And if you don't feel like writing in, you can also call us with an update. Our phone number is daddog5078. Follow us on Instagram at Dear So-and-So Podcast. Our music is by our friend Busy Hemphill. As always, I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.